and welcome to another edition of uh, Living in the Past. Uh, we are a podcast that goes through a month of the 90s every single week and we're in our um, June week, June 1991. This is the bonus episode and we're going through the top 20. I thought this was July. This is June. Is it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is Ben and Hello. Uh, <laughs> and we also have um, a guest with us today. This is uh, someone I, I think I've known the longest out of anyone apart from my family. Uh, he is a, a poet and a gentleman, uh, <laughs> Mr. Matthew Smith. Hello. Thank you. Uh, thanks for coming. Thanks for the invite. And the reason I, I got you to come on is not only because, like, obviously, I want as many friends on this as possible, but you do have a... You're a movie guy. You were always a movie guy growing up. Like we went to school together, and like you were, and not not just the usual movie guy. You were like the movie guy that had ex- what would you call it? Eccentric taste. Art house. Art house. The taste, movies yeah. that no one watched type movies. Yeah. Yes. Yes. He's a you. You introduced me to like you know Kubrick and and um you. I will tell the one fateful. Evening that you decided to pick a movie for us because we, we used to like have like like a movie a week we'd go out and see them in the movies in the cinema, and you're like let's go see this movie called Pie. You're still telling that story. That's a great story. <laughs> so, um, and it's like and I'm like oh what's it about because like, it didn't even say the word pie. It's just the pie sign. It's like oh and you're like you probably said it was like an Aronofsky movie and I'm like oh this this be great. So it's like black and white. I'm like okay. You've taken me some black and white movies before. This could be good. And then it was like the most contemptible experience I've ever had. <laughs> it was so bad. But Did you sit s- through it all? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not going to... I mean, I'm also really cheap, so I'm not going to let... Yeah. But have you seen it, Ben? I have not. I didn't even know it was black and white. Yeah. Yeah, it, I'm sorry. It is... It is the worst movie, like one of the worst movies I've ever seen. I haven't seen it since we saw it at the movies. It, probably be worthwhile seeing again really you would do that yeah. to yourself again okay yes well there's a lot of mo- movies from the 90s that we're talking about that i have not seen probably since the 90s i remember yeah we, we definitely have a different taste in <laughs> <laughs> i did make you go to a lot of movies that you probably did not like i think we saw high fidelity together you yeah you weren't a big you're like oh, still another, not another kuzak <laughs> he's okay like gross point blank is yeah uh, it Ooh. is a national treasure, and I watched it recently, and Uh-oh. you can shut up. <laughs> so welcome uh, to the podcast. <laughs> Thank I'm you. excited to hear Matt's points on these, because I sense... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say uh, there'll be two that you like and would be willing to watch. Yeah. Probably. So <laughs> we, are, we are going uh, through the best-selling movies of 1991. We are getting our uh, data... <laughs> From uh, Box Office Mojo, I would say like the Bible of Box, <laughs> box Office Internet uh, Trivia. Is that because there are no other books about it? That's because it was the first thing that came up on Google when I said domestic box office for 1991. <laughs> um, so we're going to go from the top 20 and we're going to go from 20 to 1 because, you know. Because that makes sense. That it's makes a more sense, yeah. Um, I think we probably all have checked different lists. So it'll be interesting well, to see. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's on me. I'm going to say that's on me. I'll take yeah, that it one. Is. Yeah. Um, so for me, the 20th movie, the 20th uh, best-selling movie of the year was uh, Doc Hollywood. Yes. That's on my list. Have you seen Doc Hollywood, Matt? No. I just recently Never heard it. of it. Was it on your list? Not that I can remember. Oh. Okay. Uh, Doc Hollywood is uh, the Michael J. Fox vehicle. Uh <laughs> Uh, this is just um, uh, I, I watched it recently because I think we're going to cover it in a, and we'll be covering a lot of these movies. We would have other, other covered them already, or going to cover them in, in coming episodes. This one I watched just last week. I watched it this morning. Oh, it's a charming movie. In a way, it is a Saturday afternoon, Sunday morning, just let's chill with Michael J. Fox. Yeah, it is. It's also a film that if it came out now, no one would care. Like, Michael J. Fox is why this movie made it into the top 20. Uh, I'll give you a rundown of the movie, Matt. <laughs> I remember the cover. That's yeah, about yeah. it. Um, so, a hotshot doctor uh, from... Not really a hotshot, by the way. 
well, no, nah, he's an up and coming. Yeah, he thinks he's up, uh, uh, and um, no one actually likes him. No one goes. No one goes to his going away party at the hospital. His cake was a butt. <laughs> his cake was a butt because he's going to become a plastic surgeon. Um, Were well, they boobs? No, I think it was a butt. I think there was a butthole on it. <laughs> Carry on. <laughs> I don't remember that. Um, and he along the way he he gets into a car accident and uh, stops off uh, and, and has to have his car fixed at this um, out of the way sort of little town. South California. South Carolina. Yeah, yeah. and um, basically, t- it's, it's kind of like Northern Exposure. Then he sort of just stays there because he he gets sort of because uh, uh, he meets Julie Warner, and who's going to leave Julie Warner? Yeah, um, surprising amount of uh, flesh in this movie <laughs> early <Yeah>. on. Excellent, <laughs> but that's classic Saturday afternoon film. Yeah, you want a little bit. Yep, <laughs> you just want not not anything that's going to spill your spill your tea. <laughs> Oh, I would have spilt my tea. I don't I remember heard that. that one. As long as <laughs> Sipping your tea and you're like, oh, God. Because <laughs> you're worried about someone walking in. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm watching Doc Hollywood. But it's not gratuitous because the real nudity, she's just stood there in front of him. Yeah. Nothing sus going on. She's just stood there <laughs> naked. <laughs> it's not sus. Yeah, she's just stood there. on that word. Yeah. Um, okay, so the number 19 uh, best-selling movie is Boys in the Hood. I think we're working on the same list. God, I love this movie. Ugh. Have you watched it's, this? I think, I'm pretty sure I watched it in the last two years. Someone in the house disagrees that we watched it at all. <laughs> I'm quite sure we did. Um, it's not as exciting as I remember it as a kid. No, it's actually, I, I, imagine, I remember it being like way more uh, action-y and, and yeah, lots of stuff. Yeah, it's very dramatic. But, but man, it's very good. Ice Cube. I want Ice Cube to be my, Cube to be my friend. <laughs> not now. <laughs> Why not? He's a little bit boring now, I think. I'll be his Kevin Hart. I want to be his Kevin Hart. Okay. Did yeah. you watch those ride-along movies? No. <laughs> I did. No. What's your, what's never, your, never what's your, what's your Ice Cube? <laughs> Do you, have you watched the barbershops, Matt? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, Matt, you ever cool. seen Boys in the Hood? Yeah, I've seen it. It's a, it's a good film. It's John Singleton. John Singleton, It's yeah. his first film, and then... He did the remake of Shaft, which is pretty crap. That's got um, Christian Bale in it. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah, he's the, the racist guy. Yeah. <laughs> he does that well. And, and he's the actor in it. Yeah, he's, he's looking very Bateman in that movie. Like, yes, very. Uh, yeah, like it's like he just basically says, like, now don't change. Come over from American Psycho. Yeah. Um, Okay, so next on the list is uh, Cape Fear, the uh, uh, the Martin Scorsese remake of the um, <laughs> the, the high trousered Robert Mitchum yeah. <laughs> vehicle of the nineteen sixties. Uh, I don't like this. There's two films on this list I've never seen. This is the, the first one. Have you ever seen the remake? Do you of like course. it? It's okay. the The original's far far better. If it's <laughs> You know, no Mitchum, no movie as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I feel like I know enough about it from the Simpsons episode. I think that would cover me. And obviously yes. like the Nutty Professor yeah. too, when he's watching it. Yeah, yeah, watching yeah, yeah in the cinema. Like, oh, those hat, those hat trousers. <laughs> no one wants to see that rabbit. <laughs> oh, man. Um, the cigars and everything yeah, else, yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, De Niro went another way. He, you know what? He went uh, Jared Leto Joker because he's basically yeah, like yeah, did, he like tattooed actually, himself and just think went. About it. Maybe yeah, maybe he was just like a complete prick on set as well, like Jared yeah. Leto. Um, so how close is it to the Simpsons episode? <laughs> um, apart from the rakes, close. pretty close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, rakes was like the best bit though. Did you see recently the video of um? Uh-oh. What's the dude from High School Musical that's in Australia at the moment doing a movie? Um, um, pretty boy. Yeah, I don't know Zach Efron. Zach Efron. I almost he, said Zach Braff. He um, he raked himself in the face, Ooh. and there's a video of it. He's like walking really? through a garden, and he literally smacks himself in the face with a rake. But why did the Simpsons do the whole thing with the rakes? I think they. It's funny. It Isn't was it? funny, and then yeah. I, because I've because Pads I've out listened, time because I listened to the uh, audio commentary of that episode. <laughs> Um, Good thing you did. They did that thing where, um, and I like it, a a lot of people get annoyed by it, but it's that thing of like, it's funny, then it's not funny, 
and then if you let it, let it go for a little, little bit longer, it becomes funny again. And that's where that, I reckon that was the first time they did that in the episode. Oh. And it's that it's that sort of comedy mechanic that I fucking love. Yeah. It's like, all you right, hate a joke and then you this come is back to And then the best thing about that, and not to turn it into a Simpsons episode, is when they cut to Homer, you can still hear in the background. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what's great. Yeah. <laughs> those are the best bits in The Simpsons, those little subtleties yeah. that yeah. you can miss so easily. Um, on number 17, we had... Um, coming at... We should, I should be doing the numbers too. And um, also, fuck this list because... Uh, all, you know, fuck people in general. They go into movies that year because Thelma and Louise was not in the top 20. Mm. Um, when did it come out and oh, we, early, we have certified May. Thelma and Louise as like should have won all the Oscars that year. It's an awesome movie. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> have you watched it recently? You should. No, I haven't. Do you have Stan? Yes. Get Stan. Oh no, no. Well then, tee it up. It's quite good. I forgot that Harvey Keitel was in it, and I was quite pleased about that. Um, Michael Madsen. Um, was not a prick. In that it. truck driver doing his best, Charlton Heston. Yes. Damn you! Damn you! Out of hell! <laughs> You're just a couple of bitches. <laughs> oh my god. She's the worst. Dial it down. Okay. Um, so yeah, watch that. Um, so coming out at sixty million dollars um, was the they re-released one hundred and one Dalmatians in the cinemas. The uh, the cartoon version. So good. This is back when Disney had a vault. Have you heard about Disney's vault? No. So up until about when they couldn't do it anymore because they've got a streaming service now. To about two thousand and five. Disney had this thing where it was like, oh, that film's back in the vault. We'll release it in a couple of years and they'll release it for a couple of years to put it out on DVD and then pull it and they, you couldn't buy it anymore. And then they re-released it again on the 25th anniversary, new cover and all that sort of stuff and you'd have to buy it again to get like special features and stuff like that. Mm. And that's how Disney used to make money. <laughs> so much money. Like re-release. Because everyone wanted, if there was a portion, there was a time, folks, where you could not get Lion King anywhere. And I remember when that got re-released and they had three different editions. They had like, seriously, standard gold and platinum edition Lion King. And they did it with Sleeping Beauty? Sleeping like, Beauty, they did No it one well. cares about Sleeping Beauty, but if you take it away from them, yeah. everyone wants it. Oh, I want it. <laughs> anyway, it's just like, it's just, it just blows my mind to be in a time now where like, like we, we don't want for anything. Like We can basically get it few, via legal means or not. Uh, I really struggled getting one of the films on this list. Yeah? Yeah. I'll oh, we'll get to it. We will. So, uh, then coming out at 61 million. Uh, hang on. Okay. 101 Dalmatians. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> Kudos to that making Are you it. Disney I've, never, I've never seen it. You've never oh. seen... I've it's... seen the trailer for Cruella recently. That looks oh, yeah. good. It looks a little bit not for kids. I'll watch which is good. Uh, Emma Stone do read... A f- do a fake English accent. I'll watch her read the phone book like in a fake English accent. But you've also seen the Simpsons episode... <laughs> With the Santa's pups. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, same thing. Yeah. Um, I, it was actually one of my son's, like, my, my, my older son's favourite movies, so I've, I've seen it quite a bit. It's pretty dark. Mm. Like Every kid's li- film, every kid's film has that. She is literally going to kill a hundred dogs <laughs> to make a coat. <laughs> the, the early Disney films are a bit oh, dark. Yeah. Um, we start, uh, we're at the library and my my youngest grabbed Fox and the Hound. I'm like, oh, oh. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's like, yep. yeah, I'll just, I'll just find a dog and kick it in front of you. <laughs> That'll be pretty much the same experience. Has Shout you seen out. Robin Hood? Oh. Yeah. Did you like it? Yeah, they both love it, yes. But I, I sort of, like, <laughs> I put him in front of it and then just watched him. I'm like, you got to like this. <laughs> no pressure at all. Yeah, no pressure. Yeah, no. Um, shout out to my favourite Dalmatian and the best line in the film. What? Mama, I'm hungry. <laughs> Mama, I'm fat hungry. Dog. I really am. <laughs> he just he just eats and eats. Yeah. Um, and the song Cruella de Vil is awesome. Cruella de Vil. Okay. Well can, oh, my phone. We we're harping on about Dalmatians. My phone locked. What's going on? Potential number one coming in at number sixteen. <laughs> uh, it's not a tumor. <laughs> <laughs> It is Kindergarten Cop. <laughs> really? Yeah. So a bunch of like these movies come came out in nineteen ninety. So like they're in uh, nineteen like, November December nineteen ninety. Which makes you Cop. wonder if it had come out in nineteen ninety one, would it have made it further up this list? Oh man, if it had come out any time that, to, like in Terminator, 
Yeah. Oh my lord. Again, this is like uh, Michael J. Fox, Doc Hollywood. If not for Schwarzenegger's fame, this probably wouldn't have. Met. Like it's. I love Kindergarten Cop, but and considering there's just a, his name, I think there's a second one, and I can't remember who is the Dolph best. Lundgren. Is it? Yeah. Did it do as well? <laughs> I didn't watch it. I don't want to know. Um, He's not my Mr. Kimball. Kindergarten Cop also, because um, I was watching a doco about Terminator 2 today, and um, Schwarzenegger actually lost weight for Terminator 2. Because huh. he actually, and if you look at um, him in Kindergarten Cop, he's he's still got, he's pretty huge. Yeah. He's very Total Recall on it. Yeah, he was huge in Recall. Yeah, and then, um, he was yeah, we, yeah. We, we, yeah, we commented Nipples. on that. Um, and then, um, he and you can tell, like, he's in the makeup chair and, like, he's he's a bit more sort of in the face. You can see he's a bit more gaunt and stuff there. Yeah. So, are you a Kindergarten Cop fan? Yes. Yeah? Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, this is, you know, and you know what? This is why I wanted you on there because you're a man of few words, but those words they carry a lot of weight. <laughs> they carry a lot of weight. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, um, it's a good film. It is. It's. Did we watch it at school? Was that one that we probably? Were, I reckon. It's, yeah. It's reflective of films from years and years ago when they weren't trying to get too emotional. They just kept going with the story. They w- didn't get bogged down with him. I don't know. Trying to. No. Yeah, there's kind of like a romance the there, but it's not like too heavy on the romance. It's just it's light. And yeah, he could yeah. have taken, he could have you know taken a left the kid. In the <laughs> yeah, probably. Um, and also he gets to beat up um an abuser at the front of the school. So yeah, with the ponytail. Yeah. yeah. Oh, <laughs> and the principal. The principal yeah. is gold. <laughs> um, and I always think it's that she. I always think that she is the voice of the the Incredibles, but it's actually not her. It's someone doing an impression Red of her, bird, isn't it? Yeah, doing an impression of her, and yeah. I used to get her, because obviously as a five or six-year-old, uh, Uncle Buck, the teacher in that. <laughs> oh, yeah. In this, like I'd, my brain would confuse who was in what movies. <laughs> oh, Chuck Melanoma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the wart. <laughs> that movie is brilliant. Macaulay <laughs> Culkin? God. Yeah. He's a... Uh, I saw um, Getting Even With Dab was on the other day. And it's, it's Ted him Danson. a little bit... With Ted Danson. <laughs> um, and it's him a little bit older. And it's like, oh, I, I think the decline is coming. <laughs> I didn't even mention the Danson comment in Doc Hollywood. Oh, yeah. At the end, um, where Woody Harrelson, Michael J. Fox sat in this fancy restaurant. And Bridget Foley goes, is that a star? And Harrison goes, nah, it's just Ted Danson. Because <laughs> this is... The middle of Cheers, right? Cheers is just yeah, ended, yeah. probably. Yeah, and I have to say, I had I did a I did an uncontrollable. Ah! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know when you're not expecting something yeah, to be yeah. funny because <laughs> it's not, but you're like, hey, I get this, I get stuff. Um, moving on to sixty-three million, and I can't believe this is so hard to list. Um, what about Bob? One of those Bill Murray underrated movies. Yeah, it's I haven't seen Richard, it. It's in got the Richard very Dreyfuss long. in it too, so but you gotta weigh that up. Jaws. Yeah. Is it just those two? Because like watching the trailer, I don't see anyone else I recognised. It's just those two. Yeah. And the, <laughs> and the family. And that's about yeah, it. so he basically goes on... Um, it's. It would be interesting to watch it with a 2021 eye because it's like all about schizophrenia and mental health and like... <laughs> how funny it is. <laughs> and how funny it is. And mm. like um, uh, Richard Dreyfuss looks especially annoying in it. It um, looks like George Costanza. He does, yeah. He's but basically been George Costanza. Have you seen it recently? Uh, I watched it uh, about a year ago. We were going to do it on um, the radio, and I, 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 it was, it wasn't bad. I've my like my love for Bill Murray has waned in the last few years. Like I don't, I don't, I think he's as uh, controversial. Uh, I know. <laughs> I think he has written on the coattails of him. People just accepting him as Bill Murray as as that that's enough yeah. to like him. It's like, no, you still have to put some effort in and be funny and stuff like that. It's like, it, it, like the semi movies is like, hey, I'm Bill Murray, I'm doing my thing. And it's like, yeah, I'm kind of over that now. Yeah, just showing up at a random wedding and being in a photo is cool, but yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. Has he done that? Yeah, he's got quite the reputation for like if someone he he'll, he'll just start like if he comes in like didn't he wasn't he <clears throat> he started tending bar like at, at some yeah, place he's too. done all sorts of weird things which like 
sound really cool and fancy because he's this big celebrity. And, oh, look, he's just a normal guy and he's including us in his life. But, yeah. yeah. Um, and then in I another also, way, it seems kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> and then I, um, I read a read this book called Wild and Crazy Guys about all those guys that were on um, SNL in the eighties. He's not. He's not a great guy. <laughs> he's. He's not. He. He could be quite difficult on set. I've heard. That um, makes sense. I can see that. No, his career's just been really interesting. From remember, like in in the nineties and in the two thousands, he didn't do a lot. Nah. Of good films, and then Lost in Translation happened, and then suddenly he became huge. Yeah. yeah that and um, Rushmore. Like yes, he, um, Wes Anderson, yeah. Yeah, like that was his big sort of like comeback, I think. Yeah. It's strange how he's like this massive cult figure. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that was probably Wes Anderson's fault, right? Yeah. Like Tenenbaums bombs and... I um, blame Wes Anderson for any number of things. Do you so. like Wes Anderson? I think I do. Tenenbaums and Life Aquatic, I've really enjoyed. The more I, recent ones, yeah, they're okay. I like the Grand Budapest Hotel quite a lot. Um, but... I don't know, I think, and we've mentioned this on the podcast before, like, the 2000s for me, I, I was not, I didn't watch a lot of movies, I sort of just liked what I liked, and I, I missed about a decade there. <laughs> um, so, and I, I kind of just thought Wes Anderson was just art house shit. And then, <laughs> and in a then, way. Yes. And then now, I sort of, like, last year especially, like, when, like, COVID was going on, I'm like, I'm gonna, I, I, challenge myself to watch Wes Anderson films and Keanu Reeves films and Tim Burton films because like I'm going to like face my fears because those are the three people I got no time for usually in cinema if you so. put those three on a podium what's the order for uh, yeah, actually no it'd probably be Keanu yeah, takes it. out the gold Wes Anderson silver and um, uh, yeah Burton can get silence <laughs> Burton can suck it <laughs> oh god he irritates me <laughs> <laughs> Out of these movies, what ones do you like? Then? Of Burton? Yeah. Uh, I watched Ed Wood last year for the first time. I really like that. That's brilliant. Film. Yeah. Um, I think... Black and white. It's really awesome. But then I watched Batman. I'm like, then I'll put me back to square one again. Because really? I don't like his Batman. Hmm. And we're coming up next season, we'll be doing Batman Returns. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, by the way, the cover of Batman Returns. It's got like Batman on top then Catwoman, and then Penguin. Like it Bohemian just, Rhapsody. It, it just, it always made me look like they were like, they were lying on top of each other, like on his fist. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see the photo shoot. Yeah, because they didn't have graphics just back then. Just Michelle Pfeiffer, just between Keaton and DeVito, just like, come on. <laughs> yes, I know Photoshop exists, but in my mind, that's how, that's, that's no, why I always Back then thought. it didn't. Yeah, they might have done that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> that's why she's not at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Should we move on? Shouldn't be at the top. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, the next one is Hook. <laughs> what? No? How? It's so long. Who cares? So st- I don't know. I I have not rewatched it in a while. I well then take your okay. take your raspberry back. <laughs> um, your kids I, would love it. I don't know if they would. Really? Because it's 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 very talky. Oh. It's talky. Excuse me. Early nineties Julia Roberts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Okay. All right. Yeah. No. But like, you know, did Pretty Woman cast a spell on you? It oh may my have. Lord. That and Sleeping with the Enemy. And really? um and Thelma and Louise. Sleeping with the Enemy. Thelma and Louise. <laughs> that's a, that's a. <laughs> she's done. She's Female-led done. <laughs> films of like. <laughs> I thought you were like that's Gina Davis. <laughs> <laughs> you should watch Sleeping with the Enemy again. No. Oh, he's the dude. What's the dude's name again? I can't remember. He's real dude. Patrick Bergen. Patrick Bergen. Yeah. <laughs> Who, um... Uh, we'll get to it soon. Hey, cool. Um, <laughs> he reminds so me of someone. Coming in at 67 million is Beauty and the Beast. I can't believe you just wash over Hook like that. Classic. Washed over. Okay. We'll, let's, we'll uh, get to it in the December. Let's episode. wash over Beauty and the Beast then. Well, we are going to have a separate uh, mini episode just about Beauty and the Beast with one of my good friends. So we'll, uh, we'll, we will cover it more then. Um, I actually, and you know what? I've actually not seen it ever before. I'm ever. saving. I'm saving it for. I'm saving it for Have him. you seen the new one? No. Oh, I quite like the new one. Okay. Matthew, either? Neither. They just don't interest. I feel like my um, my bet on you liking two films in this list. I'm doing all right so far. <laughs> Thanks. 
I could look. You could throw a dart at the top films of any year, and it'll be the ones that you don't like. <laughs> I'm very interested. <laughs> I like this. Let's bring up this list again. Hang on. Um, because I'm I'm looking forward to hearing your picks for this year. Because oh, oh my. Oh my. Uh, oh my. Speaking of hating things, hot shots. Terrible. Why? It was. Uh, I mean. It's hard now because Charlie Sheen is so bad and you can't help but just see Charlie Sheen as this disgusting man. <laughs> so that may have altered my perception. Yeah. I don't know how I finished it, though. Didn't but laugh the satire, once. though? It's pretty hard. No. The spoof aspects of the film? No? None of it. In the same year, Naked Gun 2.5 came out, and that's a delight to watch. Mm, they're really good because okay. they're very clever. Have you watched it recently? This morning. Are you... How many did you watch this one in the morning? Two. Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> um, uh, that was good. I like... It's an easy watch. Yeah. We're not there yet. We're on, I watched, we're on, we're and on I Hot watched Shots. The, so when I watched Hot Shots, because um, it, it, it just recently came out on um, Disney as well, and I thought like a bunch of this stuff was in the second one. Um, and I do remember like... I must have watched this a lot as a kid because, like, it all came back to me very, very like all the the bit where he's eating food off of his stomach, like the the bacon scissors, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. like that, um, and also the bit at the start with the healing, like, the best, the best. <laughs> I remember a lot of it, but all the way through, we kept thinking maybe it's the second one that was funnier. I have to admit, uh, I don't usually love him, but man, Carrie Yule's in this Ugh. movie is pretty funny. <laughs> If you were going to have, have the douchier version of Val Kilmer, you found him. I mean, the one saving grace is, if you're in a film with Charlie Sheen, you're not the worst thing in the film. <laughs> oh my. Congratulations, Carrie. John Cryer's Cry. yeah. in it with the... He's, got the, he's the one with... Um, the giant glasses. The giant and glasses and he can't fish see. Eye. Vaguely. Yeah. I'm vaguely. like, oh, it's a two and a half men. Proto two and a half men. Yeah. Two and a half men and a little sperm. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if Ashton was Ashton was alive by now. Well, not Ashton. Yeah. Um, the other kid, that kid, he wasn't alive yet. No, he wasn't alive. Yet. No, yeah, he was a glint in someone's eye. So hot shots were terrible. Let's, uh, let's get on to bigger and better things. Backdraft. Yeah. There's no men in New York <laughs> except for firefighters <laughs> just putting putting fires out with their cars. What's better than guys being dudes? <laughs> Guys being firefighter dudes. Fire dudes. That's what they yeah. should have called it. Basically. Ron Howard, that's what he wanted to call it. And then they said, no, let's call it Backdraft. Ron's like, no, fire dudes. <laughs> so have you watched that recently, Ben? I did. This um, morning? No, uh, it's a couple of weeks ago. I think it's always playing around the back of your heads. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, I feel like I shouldn't like it. There's not much in it that's that good. But right. I think it's just a nostalgia thing. Like, I watched this when I was 10 or 11. And I was like, I'm not old enough to Mother, watch this. Mother, I want to be a fireman. <laughs> no, I never, I never had an interest. I did have like the the fireman plastic helmet. Did you wear yeah. it? Did you wear it when you were watching? <laughs> Mother, give me my backdrop hat. I'm gonna watch backdrop now. <laughs> I take great offence to this. That's how he talks when he was a kid. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Um, have you seen backdraft anytime ever? No. Uh, Probably back in the nineties. You were yeah, okay. a Kurt Russell fan. Yeah, I don't mind Kurt Russell. He's done some good. good How about stuff. David Crosby? David Crosby's in it. David Crosby is in it for a good seven to ten seconds. You mean the musician? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Where? Hey, he's in the very very start when the original Kurt Russell dies. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's just this old hippie in the street because his house is on fire. Okay. No. Yeah. Did he kill Kurt Russell? <laughs> I mean, his house did. The next one is. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2, The Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> How's the uh, the takings going here, by the way? I this went from made, 60 to 63. This made $78,656. So there's not a lot in it, huh? Nah, this, it's pretty pretty close. What did Doc Hollywood make? It made $54 million. Okay. This is insane. So you're like, but think about like movies making this much money like now. Like, movies would love to make 54 million or like even like 20 million like that's would they that's the I thought they made billions now oh like the ones and most of that's because of international like you know if you make a Transformers movie and like it gets really good in like China and stuff like that but domestic box office in America and Australia you're lucky to get 
Yeah, like thirty forty. Yeah, I guess it's either like a quarter of a million, quarter of a billion dollar film, or you get like ten. Yeah. So yeah, makes sense. <laughs> have you seen? <laughs> I haven't seen it recently, but I did see the first one not too long ago. Oh really? I mean, yeah, Mel has them on DVD. Oh okay, cool. I mean, they're great. I mean, they're bad. Who's your favorite turtle? The, Ooh. Uh, it was Raphael. Uh, okay. No, but they're great. I mean, the new ones now are terrible. I've only seen the first one. I haven't seen the one with Rocksteady and Bebop. I they look, they do like they do look mutant. <laughs> I'll give them that. They're like yeah. Michael Bay's like going. I don't think it's been mutant enough. <laughs> Apparently, he's Terrible. sounds like Gilbert Godfrey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should make him my mutant. <laughs> I like that guy. Yeah, he's great. He's Affleck. <laughs> no, but cra- uh, that brain crane. Crane. Is he in one? I don't think he's in any of the movies yet. I just remember him in that cartoons. And Remember also, the, he had the, the the guy, the big guy in the suit that he that's right. around. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Oh man, his voice too was just like yeah. so hideous. This is another film that definitely was right in the coattails. Oh yeah. This shouldn't be in the top ten. When was it number ten? No, it's just no. It's not. It's, it's number ten. <clears throat> um, when we discussed this on the, the the month that came out, I think it was uh, March or April. Um, they don't use their weapons most of this film because the producers said we want a more kid-friendly film so like i think they only use their weapons when they're fighting shredder at the end so for most of it i was gonna say that's why they didn't get a third one but they did going on to ah number nine 86 million the naked gun two and a half the smell of fear really Uh, hard to find yeah i found i think like no it's on nope oh okay it's not on anything nope i think Mm. i got it from the library uh, <laughs> He's square. Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched. Yeah, so I, I think it was pretty good. I was amazed about how much I liked this movie. <laughs> yeah, it was okay. Um, uh, I had a couple chuckles. It definitely is of its time. Like, I mean, I can't imagine like anyone watching any of these. But I mean, but that's, that's also like you can't watch. Uh, what's the not another team movie? Like that is of its time because like all that stuff like is spoofing movies over the last two years like before it so it's like but then like it just gets revitalized like reimagined slightly like this look at austin powers yeah so many similarities with this yeah i say that too yeah just less slapsticky there hasn't been a lot of those parody movies because like they like i mean because they're all terrible i don't know man i've got a pretty soft spot for them like scary movies terrible Terrible. maybe like the first two I don't know. There's, but then when they just kept doing crossover after thir- crossover... There's a third one that's got to do with signs, and unfortunately it does have Charlie Sheen in it, but fuck, it's funny. No. I can't. No. I can't watch those movies. Did I, you see Dumb and Dumber 2? No. I watched the first the, the first scene in it when he's in the wheelchair, Yeah. and that just kept going, and it wasn't funny, <laughs> so I just turned it off. Are you sure? Then it went, it went not funny, then went to... Went longer, went funny again. It, reminds, it <laughs> no. typifies exactly what's wrong with Saturday Night Live. Hey, let's not take, say things we can't that, take back. <laughs> that was the worst part of the whole film. Um, I, I believe, hated that intro. I believe it's just come back on Netflix. So I think I'm gonna. I've, I've watched the whole way through. I just caught a couple of bits recently. So you should. Yeah. But what makes Naked Gun movies good is the jokes are subtle and quieter, and sometimes the gags are in the background. Yeah. You're not getting bludgeoned over the head with a rubber dick. Like in scary movie. <laughs> oh, there was one. That's not another team movie. <laughs> there was one point he's in a sex shop and he's got like that power tool with the yeah. dildo on it. Yeah. 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 Um, some like yeah. Some of it's really subtle. Some yeah. of it's the complete opposite. Could not be more obvious and mm. stupid. And it has rewatch value though. Mm. I don't. I think. It, I think the third one gets very grating. So I'm, I'm mm. gonna. I'm gonna wait. I think that's a couple more. Couple years away. As good like. I think you said it was a bit... You'd laugh more than you should have. Yeah, I, I found myself just... It's just like... And it probably has a nostalgia factor too, because like, I think I used to watch with my dad, and like, you know, you get a... When you, when you get to see a film and you get a chuckle out of my dad, like, it's like, oh, this is good. I expect... You don't usually laugh. <laughs> when you said that, I just assumed there's going to be a lot of questionable jokes in it. Yeah. Not until the very end does he say, I want to go into a Seven Eleven without an interpreter. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, Leslie, you're doing that was unnecess- so well. <laughs> that was unnecessary. Like, none of that has come up yet. <laughs> and then you just slide in a little like, oh, I don't like these immigrants. Number eight. Uh, number eight? Number eight. Uh, number eight. Uh, 
The Adams family coming in with ninety million six hundred twenty-eight thousand dollars. That's quite a jump. It's quite a jump. Um, still, I haven't watched this one for quite a while. Still think we should probably do it for the watch long. No, it's too late. Damn. You made your bed. We're doing a we do a, we did a watch along with Point Break recently. Okay. So we did like commentary for the entire movie. How was that? Not really. That was fantastic. We didn't do commentary for the film. We just talked and while the, the film way, was playing. Yeah, but, yeah we did. <laughs> <laughs> we were basically the people that you walk away from in a cinema. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, uh, really good reception for that episode. So, so thank you for the downloads on that one. I was we were, we were wondering whether it was going to going to float that well <laughs> yeah let us know if you downloaded it and listened to it or just downloaded it and went oh whoops <laughs> oh two hours <laughs> i don't know if i could do two hours of them um so the adams family um i still haven't watched it yet because i'm gonna watch it uh closer to i think it comes out in november december episode okay for yeah i haven't seen it for a while um i don't remember being like i know heaps of people my age have like that as their um like nostalgia film like they were like really into it kind of like the Flintstones too like a lot of people have loved the Flintstones but I don't think I've seen it for many years like the John Goodman Flintstone yeah of course it's a great film and the second one's good too I've heard that one's actually better than the first one yeah definitely yeah Yeah? I would go with that I grew up more on values than the first one but I haven't seen the new one that was pretty funny but I like like Nick Kroll too so okay yeah is this the Animated one. Animated one, yeah. Because yeah. yeah. it's based on the original cartoons. That's how they looked. Yeah, like they, New Yorker. I, I think it was really good. Yeah, yeah. and my kids liked Might it. So, yeah. I started yeah. it and got bored and stopped. <laughs> the bar is very high. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Backdraft. Um, going yeah. on to number seven, and I actually can't believe hmm. this got to number seven. Because it is like Same. A, it is a midday movie at best. <laughs> Have you seen the some of the midday movies on Channel Seven during the day? No, is this one of them? Sleeping with the Enemy is what we're talking about, but yeah. No, but the titles and the plots are all films in which women are in peril, and that oh, so, ma- Hallmark, so they're Hallmark movies, or are they? I don't know, but they're are they all soft films. erotic films. Sorry, are they soft erotica? No, not oh. at all. No, it's all essentially films in which a woman meets a man and it. It's all great, and then oh, it goes pear shaped. Like, um, my doctor, every one of them. My doctor stalked wow. me, um, but that's, not, that's with not titles title. like that. No, 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 but there's one like where it's like um, there's a stepfather one apparently where like you know they, he's stalking it. Like I think they are from Hallmark, a lot of them, and um, <laughs> uh, we've still got Fox Talkers. I don't know why. Um, but they've actually you love know, the 90s I do love the 90s <laughs> I like paying for stuff way more for stuff than I need to um, but they've got a Hallmark channel now on yep. the, the movies mm. and I I, I kind of want to get it for like one month just to like watch trash because it's um, there's some good ones on there and it's all like mm. is there she was a librarian that started being stalked <laughs> and yeah. uh, then they, they also got um, Jennifer Love Hewitt Ghost Whisperer? <laughs> no, she's she's a, she makes the crossword at this paper, and she's also a detective. <laughs> What's that called? I, I I think it's literally called the Crossword Mysteries. I'm gonna check it up right now. Sounds like a hoot. Um, and oh. I watched <laughs> all of one. Okay. And it was it was so bad. It kind of like um remind me of one of these point and click computer adventure <laughs> you have to find stuff <laughs> like Jennifer Love Hewitt walks into a room yeah, and she just and like randomly goes like, through things find, find this Jennifer very stilted just like randomly looking in drawers did you like movie Ben sleeping with the enemy I really did it was you can't describe it any other way than like daytime yes the like crossword mysteries there you ah. go You're literally called the crossword mysteries very good get on it banger um <laughs> No. Is that your catchphrase? Yeah. <laughs> not today, Paul, not today. <laughs> it's only for music, sorry. Um, yeah, I really liked it. Like, it's got such a nice steady pace to this film. Where, like, that's what we're saying about 90s films. Like, they're so often, like, it starts and, like, it starts. Like, you're yes. in it now. There's no, like, 30-minute intro that's leading great. up to it. Yeah. It starts after the five-minute credit sequence. Then it's... <laughs> yeah. They live... Also, in the 90s, they did have a lot of nice locations where they lived. In yeah. Cape Fear, the houseboat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... And where they lived, too. Um, what's the one with uh, Marky Mark um, being a psycho to... Fear. Fear. That house, I think, has mm. been used in about yeah. three different 90s Also, movies. his real life. 
Where he's a psycho and has a nice house. <laughs> I caught some of his Transformers movie last night and I'm like, you go away now, Marky Mark. You're not welcome here. <laughs> Have you seen his ads? No. The Ladbrokes? Ugh. Oh, he's on a rocket or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's doing ads. Hey, I'm Marky Mark. Ad, I'm on a rocket. Ads for Gen- <laughs> No, his name... He has a terrible... Te- it's not his name. It's a... So they went from... Because like... Alec Ballmer was doing those ads too, or they were doing he was doing yeah. ads for some gambling company. He was like, "Let's get the worst, the worst people from America come over and yep. be our spokespeople." I think his name is Mike Iceberg. In the Ladbrokes, and ad. you know he came up yeah. that like they there's like Mark, Mr. Warburg. I'm so happy that you come to do our. It's like I I've got a name for myself. <laughs> I'm Mike Iceberg. But not to get all public service announcement. Yeah. Why are these ads still legal? That yeah, I it stands to like you know you can't that, you can't you, getting you, a bit you, serious. no 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 it's like but you can't um uh, advertise hardly any other thing else that's like detrimental to you. Mm. But gambling's like yeah, during I think forty. I think because they took smoking away from people, yep. they're trying to edit drinking with people. Yes, they're not ready Definitely. to take gambling as well. Like but hopefully, have. it's it's coming. Like it has to. Oh man, it has to. Yeah, it's so bad. But they have it during the footy. Yeah, like, yeah. Dr- when you're Non-stop. watching it. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. Oh, that fucking Waterhouse dude. Ugh. <laughs> with, the, with the dead eyes. <laughs> um, Sleeping oh. the Enemy. If you want to learn how to properly drink out of a water fountain, watch this movie. Now, just to clarify, was that Patrick Bergen? Yes. Or was that Robert Goulet? <laughs> he does have Goulet. a Goulet yeah, too. Yeah. <laughs> ba 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 ba. <laughs> <laughs> you don't blink, do you? <laughs> See, that is... Get the Will Ferrell best of SNL. <laughs> That's one of his best skits. Yeah, yeah. It was amazing. Yeah. You're welcome. Papa. <laughs> they call me Big Papa. <laughs> Number six. Uh... You talk about jumps. So, Sleeping with the Enemy made $94 million. Dances with Wolves. 121 million maybe. also I believe it was in the top 20 last year that's a lot of buffalo yeah dunker <laughs> that's a lot of dunker <laughs> what, what is it dunker can you do it for me <laughs> dunker 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 um, I'm pretty sure it made over 100 million last year too yeah that's just people just it's a like, quality film people just like to sit in cinemas for a long time <laughs> last year yeah like so in 1990 sorry 1990 oh. so Paul okay, and I yeah, actually, yeah, are released. emotionally in 1991 it got released in like uh, October, November, I think. Yes. Yeah, and then um, yeah, it, it, so it sort of had it was up there last year and it was up there this year. Because people in the nineties were smart. Every movie cost eight dollars to see. You can see a movie for eighty four minutes, or you can see a movie for like one hundred and eighty. <laughs> no, I would. Um, I do remember. I think I was with you. One, yeah. Don't shake your head. You don't know what I'm going to say. <laughs> um, we went and saw King Kong because we were hungover from New Year's. No. Yeah. I don't recall. <laughs> you were very hungover. From <laughs> what King Kong is that? The Peter Jackson one. Okay. We went... What's that have to do with Dance with the Wolves, please? But I'm saying, like, they're long movies <laughs> that you can just sort of, like, I want, I want to go out and do something, but I don't want to do it too... I just want to sort of relax. Hmm. And we went and saw King Kong, which is, like, a really long movie. It's really good. It was, it was good. Yeah, it was just, it, good. I just remember like, you know, this is where I want to be on New Year's Day, like where I'm like a bit seedy. <laughs> I've got my Coke, got my popcorn. But Dances with Wolves is a very good film. However, <gasps> I have not seen it probably since it came out. It has not got any worse, I can assure you. But you like it though. Yeah, I think because I expected to hate it or just be bored and it was amazing. I think the wolves make it. Mm. Oh, they help. Mm. Yeah. Obviously, the the relationship that he has with the woman and how weird it all was, like, nah, not the best. Uh, you can <coughs> you can watch it in about four parts. <laughs> it's, hey, it's less than a Snyder cut. Yeah, and it's got an actual intermission. Like it came up on the screen intermission, and, and I managed is, to hoover the whole house. And then at the end of this year, is it on this list? No, robbed. Um, he'll do J- Kevin Costner will do JFK. Another like three hour movie. This yes. is like a brilliant one, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yes. 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 You haven't seen it yet, have you? Uh, not really? since you I don't seen know it when. Yet. 
I can't wait for you to watch JFK. I've I seen it. it. I want to watch you. I, I want you to watch it again. I'm going to. I <laughs> December, isn't it? It's not. It's not. Slow you. your roll, okay? <laughs> um, I made Mal watch it last year, and were her eyes open the whole way through? She was like, "It's a long movie." I'm like, and I'm just the whole way through, like, "Watch this bit. Watch this bit. <laughs> See that? That's Tommy Jones naked. <laughs> <laughs> that bit uh, comes out of nowhere." Where Joe Fesci and Tommy Lee Jones yes. are like gold painted naked, yes, the weird orgy sort of thing. Oh my god! Mm. Like you have to have a special relationship with the director when it's like, "Hey, future star of The Fugitive, would you like to be naked in my JFK picture?" Yeah. <laughs> okay, I will. <laughs> That's a good Jones. Yeah, I've been working on my Jones. <laughs> uh, number five, hello. <laughs> hello. Never, never gets old, does it? I'll keep doing that to the day I die now. City Slickers, hello. It's Norman. okay. Hello. I, I think I like the second one more than the first one. Yeah, I, second one's more fun. <laughs> yeah. I was recently... John Lovitz is in the second one. Billy Crystal's best friend in City Slickers. He's the worst. Daniel Stern? No, he's the best. No, uh, Bruno Kirby. <laughs> he gets terrible. Re- apparently, he got replaced... Um, one of the reasons he got replaced in City Slickers 2 was like he's like, he's like deathly allergic to horses. Um, but it's kind of weird that he's not there because like, I think him and Billy Crystal are pretty good friends. So I'm not sure what happened offset and why they said like, "Oh, Bruno Kirby's gone. Who's else? Who else is trash? Oh, John Lovers. <laughs> we'll catch you." <laughs> um, oh, so did we cover why Charles Bronson didn't do? Oh uh, yeah, because he didn't want to die on like the thirtieth page or something. So yeah, apparently uh, they offered it to Jack Palance, and Jack Palance said like, "No." Oh. And then, um, <laughs> and then, and then um, they offered to Charles Bronson, and Charles Bronson, like uh, Billy Crystal, got a phone call. He's like Charles Bronson on the phone. He's like, "Hello." And the first thing he says is like, "Fuck you, Billy Crystal." <laughs> <laughs> I die on the sixty-fourth page. What's that, bub? And then he would he refused to do it. Also, I think was he slightly annoyed that he was second choice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he basically. You mean nothing to Jack Bells for me? <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he's like, I've never, he said, I've never died in any movie and like that is just blatantly not true. <laughs> Correct. Um, um, some more trivia. Yeah. I think Jay Leno and Bronson grew up in the same neighbourhood. Ah. Do you reckon <laughs> Bronson beat him up? No, I'm just basing that on your uh, impersonation. Shut up. Charles <laughs> <laughs> Bronson's, like, no, okay, no, I can see it now. <laughs> um... Sea Slickers, yay or nay? No, you second. You said second one better. Great. I have, and I, I also did not know that there's a twin brother. <laughs> That's how Jack Palance is going. Amateur. Yeah. Uh, the Silence of the Lambs, number four. Oh, baby. It's good. Love it. I haven't seen it for a while. You should watch oh. it again. Uh, well, you've watched Hannibal, haven't you? Uh, it was on. I didn't really watch it. I didn't get into it. Oh. Did you like the series? Hannibal? Yeah. Uh, stopped after the second. Okay. I've heard that's like the thing to do. Like when they get to it's Italy, okay. it's not that great. I haven't even gotten there. Yeah. Jeez. Um, I can't handle that much Mads and the other detective in it. Is it Will? Yep. God, he's yeah. a wiener. How are you in this line of work? He's way better How? represented. I, like, and I don't like Edward Norton, but like he does a good Will Graham in um, Red, Red Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. Do you see? Do you see? Both films are very different. Red Dragon and Manhunter. Yeah. Both very different. Well, Manhunter's like a like an acid trip. Mm. And uh, Red Dragon's um, good. A bit, bit more straightforward. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, a lot of people like, uh, I get told, it's like, oh, Manhunter's like the best out of a lot. And I'm like, it's really not. Like, it's got Grissom in it from CSI. He's not got a name anymore. It's just called Grissom. Grissom. <laughs> oh, yeah. Just yeah. like um, Bobby Badilla's Die Hard's wife. <laughs> Mrs. Diehard. Mrs. Diehard. <laughs> Look, you do some characters. That's yep. <laughs> what you get. Um, Silent Slams, um, I mean, we covered it pretty comprehensively on the. You month. did, yeah. I did. I, I love this film. I watch it yearly. Um, never get tired of it. How many films do you watch yearly? Uh, I'm up to 91 this year. 91 movies ye- you watch yearly? No, no, I'm up to 91 this so far. Yes, last year I watched a film a day. I just like this. It's how I unwind. It's just I just <clears throat> and I tend to watch it in sections too. 
Um, I'm very big on now watching movies in the early morning. It's really fun to do. Like, if I get up before everyone, like 5, 5.30. Ooh, chef's kiss. It's my, uh, that's my prime movie Alone watching. time. It's good, and it's just because it's so quiet. And then you yeah. just watch it. It's, it's really good. I, I recommend it to you. If you got insomnia, <laughs> well, not insomnia, but if you get up early and you're like, oh, what should I do? Yeah. Chuck a film on. It's really, mm. really fun. Um, <laughs> nah. They, 100, 129 million Silent Slams made. Uh, coming in at 138 million, Home Alone. Ooh, wasn't it there? Like, it was number three last year, too. It was, yeah. And like, came out in December. It just made. Just, I, how much bank did that move make? It's just like that was so that, that basically made all that in January, February, like when it was like just, you know, about to like leave the cinemas. How happy would you be as a studio when your like main star is only allowed minimum wage? <laughs> Like two dollars sixteen hours. This is just bank. <laughs> do you like the Home Alone films? Yeah, they're pretty. Have cool. you watched it? Re- like, do you? Do you? Your Christmas was time. Randomly are, you Christ- on you're, are you a Christmas person? Like, so if a Christmas comes along, do you watching? Are you watching a Christmas movie? Your not really. Your partner would be a Christmas person. Yes. Yeah. So what? What did she make you watch last Christmas? Uh, nothing like that. Last Christmas, did she no, give you? No, did, she, did you? Did you no, give her no, your heart? No. <laughs> no. No, but the, no, nothing like that. No. So you don't say it's Christmas time. I'm going to put on a Christmas movie. You're not, not like every every really. year. I'm going to watch It's a Wonderful Life. No, Gremlins. No, <laughs> we watched that again recently. Is there any sense of tradition in your life whatsoever? <laughs> Tradition's overrated. I agree with Matthew. It's unnecessary. And we won't get onto Star Wars and you because that's just a what a mute. It's not in the top twenty, is it? Yeah. Is it Paul? No, it's not. Thanks for keeping me on track. Yeah, that's what I'm here for. Um. Everything I do, I do it for you. <laughs> Number the bad two, guy from Ghostbusters too. <laughs> Number two is at 164 million. Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. At least I didn't use a spoon. Otherwise known as the demon from Ghostbusters. What? The painting. It's Robin Hood. The painting in Ghostbusters of the demon that comes out of the painting. If you look at that next to Robin Hood, they are the Always same. Always wearing. Mm-hmm. Oh. It does. Yep. yep. They're the same. Right. It's Vigo. <laughs> Man, I love that movie so much. That's a good movie too, yes. <laughs> I keep you on track and then I take you right off. <laughs> but yes, Prince of Thieves is a good film. Yes. Yes, yes. it is. Out of uh, all the Robin Hood films that came out. Have you watched yeah. it again yet? I did. Alan Rickman, Morgan Freeman. Did you Did you love it so much? Um... I would say I loved... I was disappointed. I thought the song was going to be entwined more. I kept looking for it. It wasn't in there as much as I would have liked. Yeah. It's good. Ewok Village. Definitely an Ewok Village. Yeah. Um. You mentioned his accent. Yeah. Every now and then, like, he can hear him try and be a little bit British. Just... Then we must, start, must stop fighting amongst ourselves. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, you're not British. You stop doing it. Yes. Yeah, that was a bit annoying because him and Christian Slater... Everyone else is British. Christian! Everyone. Um, yeah, Christian Slater in that movie is kind of weird. It was like, uh, he didn't even... like Kevin Costner didn't do a uh, British accent, but he still sort of... He, he kind of had like this regal sort of sense of him. Christian Slater is just being Christian Slater in this movie. He's <laughs> a punk from the streets. He's a punk from the streets, trapped in like Robin Hood times. Yeah. Alan Rippman still the show, though. Yeah. It's, Yes, but also, <laughs> I always I always forget Brian Blessed's in it. He's Who? Brian Blessed, the um, oh, he's King Henry. Yeah, he's a, he's the one that is he's Robin Hood's dad in it. He's from Blackadder. You know who else I forgot was in it? What? The late Connery. Yeah, right at the end. Yeah, I do. Um, it was good. I'm glad I watched it. Yeah. Probably not as uh, amazing as I remember it, but it's got to be the best out of all the Robin Hoods. Like even the new yeah. guy. Rick- uh, I mean, yeah, when you're saying the best of the Robin Hoods, you've got like... Russell Crowe. You've got pretty weak contenders for that throne. Apart from... Errol Flynn? No, apart from the... Uh, <laughs> Don't say Carrie Elves. The Disney Robin okay. Hood. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, the number one movie of uh, 1991 was uh, Terminator 2 Judgment Day with $204,843,000. Oh, my God. Like, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of cheese. <laughs> uh, have you watched it any time in the last decade? No. Do you but like it? 
Yes, yes, I do. I do remember a lot of these movies that we have mentioned that when they actually came out back then and actually going to the cinema to seeing them yeah. when they were a Ooh. big deal. Like the special effects in this one was huge. Still hold remember? up, I feel like. It's, you know, um, not... It's not amazing, like, when you watch it back now, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, from back then, like, the special effects were out of this world. Yeah, and I think I <laughs> think you have to lend it that because there is some parts of this, I'll get more into it when we cover it in our July episode, but, like, I didn't I didn't like it as much as I remember liking it. I, I, I like the first one a lot. Um, the 84 Terminators, mm. very, very cool, very, very... Um, very eighties. Very eighties. I just look. Yeah, it's 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 good. I like um, the shootout in the like that's like the, probably the best shootout in cinema history. Like one of them anyway. Like um, with the minigun. Mm. Um, well used slow motion in this film. Robert Patrick is uh, just good. Not Billy Idol. He's not, did you know that Billy Idol was supposed to be a T one thousand? No. Yeah. Wow. Got screen, screen tested and everything. Wow. Um, James Cameron's first choice. Fucking maniac, James Cameron. <laughs> um, I watched a doco about it, and um, if you want to like dislike James Cameron more than probably you already do, watch a doco about him making a movie. Have you seen the South Park episode? When no about raising the bar. No, it's good if you like South Park. If you're a South and, you d- and you don't like James Cameron, <laughs> correct? Because it's um, quite good. He in the Aliens one, like. Uh, like all the British film, like uh, they all hated him. Um, yeah, apparently he's a, he, he basically tries to be part of everything. Um, like he'll micromanages everyone. He'll yeah, he'll micromanage every single thing. And like all the actors are saying how much of a genius he is, but like they all got that kind of like if I don't say this, he's James Cameron's gonna fucking come and slap me. He's an <laughs> artist, Paul. He's an artist. This is his job. Yeah, it's his art. <laughs> it's like part of the contract. It's like, and any subsequent interviews, you have to say that I'm a genius. And it's like, okay. <laughs> um, so that is the top twenty movies for 1991. When did T2 come out, by the way? Uh, July. Ooh. Yeah. That's coming up in a few Our days. Next episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, did you go through the 1991? Did you have your own list of uh, movies that you liked that that you would have picked for yes. 1991? Okay. Did you like more than two of these, by the way? Well, out of the, out of the top twenty, yeah, yeah, ah, uh, no. Nah. The majority of these movies I do like. He gave an affirmative nod for like about half of them, I think. Okay, yeah, just like, mm. yeah. But when I had a look at some of the movies that made money that year, some are worthwhile pointing out. Okay, just you know, for a bit of a chuckle. Yeah, like for example, um, where is it? Honorary mentions. Honorary mentions. Yeah, hit me. The last Boy Scout. Yeah, double uh, impact. Van Dam, two Van Dams, be, in one be movie. That we talked about, uh, especially his spandex at the start of the film. Yes. Oh yeah, that that was oh thrown indefinitely <laughs> for his gratification. No, but um, <laughs> don't tell mum the babysitter's dead. I love that movie. People under the stairs, which I heard they're remaking. Apparently, uh, nearly nearly made into a TV show, but I think they're re- they're remaking it. Why? Um, I'd, I'd it's pretty it. cool. I'd watch it. Yeah. Um, don't tell me when the baby just is dead. Um, we just, I think me and Ben disagreed on it, but like, I, I, I can't dug it. Yeah, it was all right. Yeah, it's like Christina Applegate on the back of married with children. Yeah, I think this is like just before she. Um, I think she. Oh no, she she stuck around to the end of married with children. So. Yeah, I think so. I can't remember. Yeah, they didn't replace her like mm. uh, Becky and Roseanne. I think there's two Beckys. Was it? Yeah, they had Becky up until like season three or four and then they got uh, Sarah Chalk from yeah. Scrubs like she became the new Becky really and they even made like a joke in one of the episodes mm. about it yeah. like saying we know <laughs> <laughs> should we uh, just round because there's quite a few that I feel missed out that maybe shouldn't have okay so 21 to 30 Star Trek 6 I want to watch that but I just got I, I got no interest in watching old Star Trek that's fair so. uh, Awakenings Oh, I'd love to see. It's meant to be good. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. Although, I recently... I don't know if I mentioned this because this came up already, didn't it? I think it already I came out. So, yeah. Uh, I heard a Billy Connolly joke about it where the real life story was they would wake up and they would just masturbate. Oh. They would come out of their little comas and they would just like mm. furiously just touch themselves. You'd have to read the book. 
I want to see the All De Niro. The I want to see the cut of De Niro just waking up in that suit. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking and, of, and Robin Williams walking yeah. in, just like, oh hey, oh. oh. <laughs> On that note, at number twenty-three was New Jack City, <laughs> followed by the Rocket. That's what awakening is called. Now. <laughs> followed by the Rocketeer. <laughs> and if we skip over Thelma and Louise, it's Point Break. Hey, I can't believe that didn't make more money. I know. Same. That's ridiculous. Robbed. They were robbed. Yeah. Uh, regarding Henry was 27. <sighs> my, not, that, not that great. My Girl. Ooh. Yeah, rough. Bees. Who paid to go and see that? Bees. Torturous. Uh, 29 was The Fisher King and Out for Justice was 30. Hmm. I watched The Fisher King for the first time. It's on SBS. That's great. I love it. It is. It's that's That's... I was my, one of my pleasant surprises of this of the mm. season. No, what else is a crime? What? Father of the Bride. 49. <laughs> what, the film? Or just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a good film. Okay, um, I'm going to quickly, because um, this went on for way longer than I thought. <laughs> We're just going to go through the books of uh, uh, that. Well, firstly, the New York Times bestsellers. Um, there's not a lot that I actually... Uh, um, this won't take long. <laughs> um, the Sum of All Fears, so Tom Clancy. Uh, Morgan Freeman film? Ben yeah, Affleck? Ben Affleck, yeah. Um, but the big one that was like on the uh, uh, the bestseller list for the longest time was um, Scarlet, which is the sequel to Gone with the Wind. And apparently it's terrible. And everyone's like... They try, even tried to make it into a movie. But that was the big seller for the, mm. like, the year. Like Everyone wanted to know what the... Um, the, the sequel to that really racist film from back in the <laughs> 30s and 40s um, so that came out that was by Alexander Alexander Ripley that was on the New York bestsellers list for about I think uh, 15 weeks um, but some of the new releases of because you're 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 a book guy yes um, you're a poet yeah I own one of your books you're a poet <laughs> you're a published poet um, uh what books from this year did you did you have a flick through? I had a flick through, and the only thing I could find was like, yeah, John Grisham, The Firm, mainly because of the film, but uh, American Psycho, and, and the that's fact that it. it's on every dad's shelf. Yes, I'm gonna read it. Do you I have? Don't it? have time. Do you have it? <laughs> uh, I'll inherit it from my dad when he. Does. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pass- since the passing of the torch is like the firm is now yours. You will never read it. <laughs> All the John Tell Christian people that you're going Pelican to Pelican Brief and yeah, 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 yeah. Say that you're you're gonna get through your your stack of King Stephen King novels first. Yes, because oh. they've got porny bits in them. <laughs> porny bits? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's Stephen King in '91 is Needful Things. Ooh. Which the, uh, the store? Yeah. Which they made into the movie. Yeah. Is uh, uh Ed? What's the dude's name from Apollo 13? Hel- Ed Harris. No, uh, Ed Harris. Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed Helms. <laughs> <laughs> I nearly said Ed O'Neill. <laughs> hey, I've got this needful things. <laughs> um, There's only three ads. We were close. Yeah. Mm. I recently watched The Rock with uh, Ed Harris in it. Uh, oh, good one. Uh, yeah, actually, you know what? Oh. I was pleasantly surprised. I thought it was going to be really shit. Um, but Sean Connery's just like, that's not your hair, Sean. <laughs> Is that a Michael Bay film? It is. Yeah, it feels very Michael Bay. Uh, and also, American Psycho um, came out. Uh, the, the book that is still to this day in sealed. From my understanding, it still is. <clears throat> yeah. You used to. You read it, haven't you? Yeah, I've read it. It's good. I believe I said. Just Didn't tell me while. the good parts. I don't want to read it, and then you tell me the good parts. So, well, the, not the good parts, but the, the shocking parts. Hmm. So you never read it. No. Sure. Well, you already told him the good parts. Why would he read it? Yeah, why would I read it? I'm like. Um, <laughs> I basically just leech off you and make myself look smart to other people. That's what I've done. Aaron. Our entire friendship. <laughs> make me sound smart. I'm like, oh, yes, books. Hmm. <laughs> Are you reading any books now? Uh, Stephen I, King. I'm reading a lot of... Actually, I'm reading a book. Uh, I don't like Game of Thrones, but he also did a... Um, that George R. Martin. He did a bunch of books called Wild Cards. Um, and it's um, it's pretty good. It's like a post World War Two superhero type sort of thing. It's pretty cool. That's what okay. I'm at the moment. And also <laughs> a book called Taking Shape, which is <laughs> a uh, very very long winded account of the Halloween films. Okay. Uh, I uh, on my bedside have James Acaster's book, 
have you read a page of it yet? That's not important. <laughs> Is it a memoir or a travel log sort of thing? No, it's his opinion on the greatest music to ever come out, I believe. Yeah. Is it not? Yeah. Huh. May I suggest that you give it to Matt to read and then he can just tell you the good parts? No, I want to read <laughs> it. Because that's what I do. <laughs> I'd rather get the audio book so I can hear him talk. Is he actually? Does he actually do it? I don't know. I assume so. I'll have to check. Mm. Uh, yeah, we got The Firm, Needful Things... Three books. That's it. Three books came out. Books were new though, right? That was a that hadn't really been invented yet. It was a new thing that came out. It was yeah, I think it was um and like it, they were pretty expensive. <laughs> a lot of paper. A lot of paper. A lot of pulp. We're just describing books now. Um, <laughs> Hardback. That's a type of book. Paperback. Yeah. No one. <laughs> Big ones. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> uh, so we don't know how to end these. If you <laughs> thank you so much for coming on, uh, my pleasure. You can come back again in '92. We'll have the same conversation because most of these movies will probably be on that list too. Yeah, they will. Come on back. All right, we'll Let's do, do this. Let's do this again, um, but better. <laughs> and next year, I won't have four like massive ulcers and be in agony every time I speak. Uh, think about us who had to watch you speak. You want to see it again? Nope. Okay. Uh, if you want to get in contact with us, uh, it's livingthepastpod at gmail.com. I like when I close my eyes this because it's like I go into a zen like remembering everything properly. And then we just try and distract you from it. Yeah. So don't distract me from it. You do it um, yourself. <laughs> you do it yourself. What were you up to? Um, you just sang Radiohead. I did. Ooh. Uh, Making progress. Where am I? Instagram, Instagram, email, you can Spotify, check Instagram, uh, Letterboxd, you can check out the films. Um, we'll, I'll make a list of uh, these best-selling films just for this episode. Um, check us out on Spotify with all the mu- music we've been listening to and give us a five-star review uh, on Apple or wherever you can. Just or shout wherever it out. You want it's it. like, I'm giving you a five-star review. Yeah, just yell it out the window. Yeah. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Pleasure. Hope and, you didn't hate uh, it. Uh, yeah, we'll see you next week. We'll, we'll see you for July. Yeah, a few days. All right. Bye. Bye. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back, and relax.